0: to your friends listen as much as you can numbers are slightly down which may affect the future of this podcast so just leave it playing even if you're not in the room love you <laughs> now sit back relax and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Uh,
0: <laughs> hello, and welcome to another book club. This week we're joined by Suk Ojla uh, and her fantastic book, Sunny. Got her name right first time. <laughs> so, hello. Hello, Sukh. How are you doing?
1: Hello, Richard Herring. I'm oh, very good, thanks.
0: Good, very good to hear it. Now, you have been on Rohallister before. People can go back and check that. You were in the Edinburgh Fringe. Um, I think it was 2019 we had yeah. you on when you were doing fantastically well in the Edinburgh Fringe. Can you tell us, for the people who may not be aware of who you are, a little bit about yourself, first of all, and what how, what how do you who do you consider yourself to be and what in... Professional terms, I think I'm talking now.
1: Oh, wow. Um, oh, gosh, this is like tell us one interesting fact about yourself, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, yes, my name is Sirk. I'm a writer, actor, comedian. Um, I don't really know which order to put those in. I normally do it um, in order of what I like doing most at that moment in time. Um, I am British Punjabi. I grew up in Kent and I'm a Gemini.
0: Oh, lovely. Yes, I, did notice, love. no. I did notice there was a lot of astrology or mentions of astrology in your book. Uh so I was I was I was interested in that. And so the book, Sunny, is a novel uh about a woman who is not dissimilar to yourself, I would say, from uh, from, from a casual read. Um do you want, let t- tell us what you what you consider the book to be, first of all.
1: Yeah, uh, Sunny's a book about um at the kind of moment in time where some, if not most people, uh, find themselves reflecting on the fact that they're not where they thought they would be in life, Um, essentially. uh, Sunny's a 30-year-old British Asian woman who's moved back in with her parents while all her friends are out getting married and having babies and buying matching earthenware. And um, she's back in her childhood bedroom, you know, with the old... Uh, you know, E17 posters up on the wall and, you know, with an overbearing mum and an emotionally absent father, Um, your typical immigrant father who shows his love through boxes of mangoes. Um, And, uh, you know, it's about toxic friendships. It's about uh, relationships. It's about the way that some of us can kind of uh, try and find love within the wrong people. Um, And and it's a little bit about mental health as well.
0: But I think it you know it covers, it covers a lot of bases. It's um, so is it so is it uh, the obvious question is how autobiographical is it and how much is made up
1: for legal reasons, uh, Richard? <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what N- names and places have been changed to protect the not so innocent? Um, it's uh, it it's a version of me. Some of it is loosely based on me around ten years ago. Before I became the enlightened uh, being who ingests psychedelic plants and goes to therapy, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's a version of me. And I, I, I moved home with my parents at thirty, and I felt like a massive failure. And um, so, yeah, that is that's all pretty kind of spot on. And I also, I dated a bright shower of bastards um in my 20s and early 30s so yeah that that's all the dates pretty much um yeah I've been on those dates and there was a bit of a worry that they'd message me and be like hey this is me but it's okay Richard (laughs) because I blocked them straight away (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, it does. It does feel very genuine. I kind of assumed uh, that there must be a degree of, uh, of the real you in there just because it feels I mean, it took took me back. I mean, it made me very grateful to be in my 50s, which is doesn't happen very often, because it took me back to my own 20s and 30s. And the kind of nightmare of dating or not dating, you know, and, and I, I was, I think, like Sonny, I was a little bit kind of Lonely and screwed up, and and you know not knowing where I was going. It's exactly that thing where people, other people, seem to have got their act together much much quicker than you. Yeah, <laughs> you're still floundering around. Although it's, you know, I think what what I find interesting as well is, is obviously you're from a different generation to me, so dating became a very has become a very different thing now with mm. with the uh, with the social media aspect of it, which which wasn't was probably only just coming in just as I finally settled <laughs> <sat them> down. <laughs> there was a few kind of dating sites but there wasn't anything like Tinder or yeah. or any of those things when I was uh, when I was dating which you know I I find, I find that sort of interest I find it kind of fascinating about whether that makes it better or worse because I sort of as, as a young man I would have staying in on a weekend and you know it would have been great to just tweet and go is anyone nearby who wants to go for a drink
2: mm. uh,
0: but it doesn't seem to be from the book it doesn't seem to be that fantastic a way of uh, doing anything else than hooking up with someone maybe
1: yeah I think um most of the dms I've got about the book have been from women going I feel like you were on dates with me <laughs> <laughs> during my 20s and 30s and uh quite a few people said have we just all dated the same men um you yeah. know because th- there is a pattern there you know when I think so many people have written about online dating haven't they and the pitfalls of it and um you know I'm currently seeing someone who I met on tinder um right. and which was you know I thought was a hookup app. So I'm very disappointed that I now find myself in a committed relationship with a very lovely man. Um, like, um I was just looking to get my end away. Um so yeah, I think it kind of shifts and changes and now you know, and now I've I've heard that there are my friends on a dating app called Raya, which is for celebrities.
0: Okay.
1: Or for like people of influence. So there's yeah. there's something for everyone. Um can I just say I did go on Guardian Soulmates. A few years back, because I thought they might be, you know, more aligned politically uh, with yeah. myself. Not one person matched with me, right? Isn't that disgusting?
0: <laughs> that is. That's. That seems
1: I, wrote, I made sure I wrote about hummus. I mentioned Palestine.
0: <laughs> uh... Well, yeah, but I think, but that's the truth. I kind of it took me till my thirties to really kind of work out dating, even, and you know, it is. The way to do it is just to meet as many people as possible and yeah. then you will find someone that you like. So it is. So hooking up with people is a great way to start. I think, I you, think you want so. To, yeah. You and your, then you go. Oh,
1: yeah. Knock boots and then see how you go. <laughs> I, think, um, I, I truly believe uh, this is a bit self-helpy in that phrase of like we meet people kind of where we're at. And um, I think in terms of Sunny, Sunny's, you know, not very happy. You know, she's quite – she's lonely and screwed up, like you said, which is a brilliant way of describing her. You know, she's got a lot going on and she's kind of distracting herself by going on these dates, which I think a lot of single yeah. people do and, and yeah. sometimes not single people, her, as I've found on these apps. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think she's doing that classic thing of going, uh, a man will make me happy or a partner will make me happy and that that will – I'm just going to say plug the hole in me, but I don't think this is that kind of show. Uh, I think will uh, make me feel whole again. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I do. But it is exactly that, you know, you're searching for something and you're, you know, but I I think I sort of remember all this. It, it does sort of speak for men and women, this book. I don't know if it's if it's aimed at women. I, can, mm. I, I never really understand whether things are a chick lit or yeah, or not, no, but not i hope men will read it as well because it's but you know also as a man you should read it because it's a very valuable <laughs> look into the psyche of women today so if you're a man who's failing to date or a man who's screwing up it, it's quite useful to see that that women are in this a, a similar place and yeah. I, I understanding but yeah you know i, I can't, i've lost my train of where i was going <laughs> with this originally but i think you know i think you um you you know you you have to examine yourself really before you have to yeah. be ready yourself to be in a relationship before you're ready for anything else I think the you know the body the body image issues and stuff like that I was yeah. always uh Sonny's obviously overweight and worried about that and mm. um I was that was that spent you know I spent so much time worrying about stuff like that and you realize as you get older how little any of that's you know it seems so important and you realize yeah. how unimportant it really is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and she's kind of obviously she's got these kind of cousins who are, you know, fit those kind of conventional kind of beauty standards. And you know, she's got a mum going, "Oh, are you sure you want to eat that?" And you know, she's she's got friends going, "Well, you know, you're so bubbly and you've got a fantastic personality." And, you know, which. <laughs> Things that have been said to me. Um, So I thought my one thing about Sunny and this is also um, if you see, you know, if you remember the cover of Sunny is I wanted it to show a plus sized woman. I didn't want it to be, you know, some kind of hourglass bigger you know aspirational body type it's like no let's let's just have a a chunky woman on there um you know but who's not a sad sack you know she's not she's not the butt of the joke which you know a lot of fat women seem to be or fat people seem to be um in books and tv shows and stuff and she's a protagonist she's not really you know relegated to the funny friend
0: yeah no it definitely and i think you know i think that's well, that, you know, most people aren't, you know, are in some way <laughs> not filling that um, that norm of what's being attractive. And I think that's a big problem with dating. And there a lot of the men who are screwed up yeah. are screwed up because they think either they uh should be date should be dating supermodels if they 're not dating supermodels then they they 've failed and then women yeah. don 't you know then they 're not being successful because they 're not being realistic about who they 're going to to be with mm. so it's it's a it's a fascinating subject i think and you know and that's but uh yeah i mean it it's you know i think again like I was saying i think it, I think men should read this book i 'm sure it will be a mainly a female readership, but I think things just like that men will be aware of, but i think when you really read about it it 's very well explained and, and beautifully written about uh, just sort of the time taken for women to get ready to, for a date compared to the time taken for a man to get ready for a date. Oh, my It's God. just so insane. The disadvantage women are at yeah. in the world and just just in terms of supposedly having to look uh, presentable. Yeah, uh, absolutely. For dates or for
1: I've often thought I need to invoice men, you know, when a date doesn't go well. invoice <laughs> Invoicing for my time uh do a dickhead tap. Sorry, I've got something's going on with my contact lens, so I'm just gonna take it out. Um, um yeah, you know, and the time and the money and all of that spent. And obviously, you know, we don't have to do that. You know, I'm not gonna say, oh, you must be, you know, as smooth as a dolphin from the eyebrows down, but um <laughs> you know, we're all we're all victim to, you know, that kind of uh image that we're supposed to portray as women. Um and I think also there's, you know, things about you know safety on dates as well like without giving too much of the um like you know Sonny's in a situation where she's like oh where's he go oh my god I'm gonna die I'm gonna die I'm gonna die and no one's gonna know and I really hope that they choose a good photo of me in the newspaper when they report my death you know <laughs> and I you know and uh, my friend I've got a friend Louise and we were talking about I remember years ago actually I think we were in Edinburgh at the time and we were talking about um there's a moment at least one moment in or maybe I can't remember if she said this or she's paraphrasing that someone else said this but so there's a moment in every woman's life where you go yeah this this is where I'm going to get attacked like this this is where I die or this is where I'm going to get like it's it's kind of a shitty way to kind of live your life obviously but you kind of um yeah if if guys could read it and then not do what any of the guys do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in the book, it's like a how not to how not to date for men. Really, that's how we should yeah. have marketed well,
0: it. Men, men are very bad at you know. I did I, for one of my shows, I dated fifty women in fifty days. So oh, I kind of, wow. you know, became so and and. But you became aware of how low the bar was and and how oh. bad most men were at, at dating. Honestly, and, you know, just
1: it's Tartarus so, <laughs> That's where it is <laughs> it's in hell. But I hear it so many times from women and I've always, because, you know, it's either like, you know, the when you're kind of dating someone or when you're looking for men online, you're like, well, you know, he's clean and, you know, he can spell. Uh, And then when they're with men, I hear a lot of women going, well, you know, obviously you've got to train them up, you know, And they're not puppies. Like, honestly, I, I think that's such a damaging narrative.
0: Um, yeah, I think the problem. I mean, a lot of men in their twenties and thirties. I think, especially, you know, and I and I very much include myself in this. Are you know, are still consider themselves <laughs> children or still acting yeah. like children? So it is, you know, again, if you are a man who's wanting to take women, it's sort of, you know, you 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 realize things, especially through that through that experience about about you know how he. I think you. I think a lot of men tend to view it as a that women need to be sort of. Conquered somehow, or you know, was yeah. persuaded, and I think they don't realize. As this book really shows, is that women are obviously going on dates for the same reasons as men. They might have yeah. a slightly different time frame in terms of how quickly the sex begins, but maybe not. <laughs> but obviously, women love having sex, and women just, you know, and and the the thing is, you're just trying to meet somebody. That you that you get on well enough with yeah. and that's what the dating is about is to
1: Of course. It, and I think people forget that, you know, they kind of overcomplicate it. And it's like, really, we just want someone to sit on the sofa with and like eat Doritos with and watch a box set. Like that's it's not it's not complicated. But um I mean you say that I was single for seven <laughs> years, so actually writing <laughs> Sunny was quite therapeutic for me because I was like, And then he did this And actually really early on in the writing process, I think before I'd even um Started writing it. I remember just messaging my editor, going, "I made a list of all the shitty dates I went on." But what I didn't, I was obviously messaging her work email, and some of the words I'd used were a little bit explicit. And uh, she just messaged me back, going, "Well, so, this is very interesting." Also, P.S. Um, I'm quite surprised this came through the firewall at work. <laughs> 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 and I've not, yeah, I've in- well, it- yeah, not included, you know, even half of the dates I've been on in it. <laughs>
0: Um, and I suppose I mean what I like about it is it's a bu- it's a book about fr- it is a book about friendship yeah. really, and I think as much as there's uh, you know it, it, that's Sonny's focus is the dating that actually yeah. it's it, I, I really like this, this it's about friendships falling apart as well and and, yeah. and the way that friendships you have early in your life might might not see you through your whole life as you know as that very much so in that 20s to 30s to 40s people's going on different journeys and going in different directions and suddenly you realize the people you're friends with at school or college or wherever are totally different to to you now
1: Mm, absolutely and I think there's just kind of no manual is there for like if you want to break up with a friend you know where (laughs) you know what if it's if we're looking at women dumping men or whatever, it's like, well, you know, don't contact him, um, have a bath, eat a pizza, you know, uh try crystal healing. Um, but when it's friends, it's like this just idea that we have to be friends with people for the rest of our lives, especially if you met them, you know, say at university or yes. at school or whatever, and actually uh, I think that can be quite damaging, as we see for Sunny as well. It's you know, she's I think she's quite torn by well, what. Well, what do you do? There's this kind of sense of loyalty, um, but also, and I kind of judge my own friendships like this now. Where I'm like, well, if I met you now, would I like you? Would I be friends with you, or am I just friends with you out of just a sense of duty?
0: Yeah, and it's big, you know, and because I guess it's harder to make. Sonny does make some friends uh, in the, in the book, but it's it's yeah. harder to make friends as an adult. Of and course. so you kind of grab, you hold on to those old friendships that that yeah. may not be useful for you anymore, you know, or that or that may never have been, you know. Like I think that's what's interesting. You sort of realise. As time goes by, you go, oh, what was I getting out of that friendship yeah, at absolutely. all? Yeah, absolutely. Although,
1: Richard, I've <laughs> regressed and I now, like a primary school child, if I like someone, so like say if I'm a gig or something and I meet another comedian, I'll just go up to them and be, can I be your friend? <laughs> Nine times out of ten, they look terrified. But, so <laughs> the success rate isn't great. Every now and again, someone will go, yeah, hey, here's my Instagram.
0: Like, That's nice. That's nice. That's 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 if you throw enough shit at the wall it's it's how you should date as well can you get friends now you get to just go out with everyone and see how it goes uh, and i suppose also there's the, so there's the additional uh, element in this of course of the the cultural clash between the generations as well so the yeah. mother character is is an extremely i mean it's a i have to say it's a very funny book there's some there's some sad stuff and some serious stuff in it but uh, it's 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 very funny oh, so you will enjoy you. this book and the mother character is uh particularly funny but it's but it's about the i mean it's it's again it's the way we sort of lie to ourselves and each other and the different mm. faces you have to put forward in different places in your job at home or with your friends um and so sort of Sunny's basically lying to everyone in, including herself and yeah. uh but then uh, her mother uh, tries to get involved uh, in her dating life, obviously having come from a very different cultural background, where yeah. she had an arranged marriage and has been with the with the father for her entire life, yeah. uh, against uh, someone sort of growing up and uh, in a in. Our modern society.
1: <laughs> mm. I think there's this whole idea that um, you know, a lot of my friends used to say this to me when I was younger. Um, when they'd be like, But how can your parents expect you to have an arranged marriage or, you know, to, to kind of marry somebody that they approve of a hundred percent, or like for them to be of a certain religion or, you know, background when you were brought up in this country? And I think culture goes so deep, it's not even religion, like culture just is so embedded. And when you're when you when you're, you know, you come from a family of immigrants, you know, they hold on to that culture really carefully. So all these kind of rituals and, you know, and this whole thing about marrying for love—it's a very Western concept. You know? <laughs> Even in the West, people didn't really marry for love. Like, you know, it wasn't that long ago that it was essentially a business transaction. And yeah. you know, it's, especially in South Asian culture, marrying can be very much, um not well, hopefully not business, but you know, you're marrying families together. Yeah, you know, and, you know, so Sonny being like, um, like even my mum's like this, you know, my mum would be like, yeah, of course you can choose your own husband, but he has to be Sikh and he has to be Punjabi and he has to earn over £70,000 a year and he has to... (laughs) Um so she's kind of of that generation and a lot of people will say oh but our parents you know my parents are are, are Indian and they're very liberal um and to them i just say yeah cool just just try bringing someone home who's like not the same skin color as you and see how that shit goes down um because they're they're saying oh well you know I am I don't have to have uh, an arranged marriage which can sometimes be I think there's sometimes a thin line between what's an arranged marriage and a forced marriage um whereas i think for sunny sunny's very much like i know what my parents expect of me my criteria for a partner is very very different how do i marry the two without uh pissing my mum off and like being disowned um yeah. and uh, she ends up kind of not making anyone happy because she's trying to make everyone happy
0: yeah. And so, you know, and so yeah, it's, it's, I think it's all that, it was, it's a gripping book because you sort of were trying to work out what's going to happen and who, if anyone, you will end up with. And, mm. you know, and so it does keep you, it keeps you in there right to the end. And I think it's a sort of satisfying end, but it's Aww. maybe not the end that, that, uh, would be expected. So it's, yeah. it's, you know, everyone does yeah yeah (laughs) it was an alien and they all had AIDS it was terrible uh no it's it's so it's 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 good for that because it's you know it's because it is it's a it's 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 more than about that anyway the book I think, when you when you sit back away from it you realize it does none of that really really matters anyway and it's and it's more about the journey and the and the realization and and moving in the right direction it's not you know she's 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 just moving in the right direction, I suppose, yeah, eventually. After,
1: I think that after was... After
0: pushing against it so long.
1: There were two things that I really wanted for the book. Um, one was I didn't want any sort of Disney-style ending. I wanted it yeah. to be quite realistic. And the second was I didn't want a front cover that had the Patax font on it. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean by that? I don't
0: go on, Dylan. Explain so,
1: what you So, like, when you see certain ethnic books, or, like, books basically <laughs> written by Asian people, um, they they've got like either like a weird kind of paisley print in the background, or like it's like a kind of outline of the Taj Mahal or something like that. <laughs> and then they have that same font that you find on a jar of Patax. Uh, <laughs> I just remember saying to my editor because she said, well, "You know, we're we're going to start, you know, talking about the, you know the cover and stuff." And she said, "What do you want?" I said, "I don't want any of these things. I, said, I just want something bright." And you know, it, it's not yeah yeah the main characters um you know happens to be South Asian but also you know loads of people have read it who are not South Asian like loads of men have read it as well and they've gone oh you know probably not something I would have picked up you know but actually I'm really glad I did and actually I've got a lot in common with this person as well and and I kind of wrote it for people who just feel a bit lonely and a bit kind of invisible and that can be someone from any background
0: yeah, um, that's what, you know, I think that's absolutely bang on. And, and it's sort of weird. That's why I, th- I think the idea of dividing a book between male and female lines yeah. is kind of crazy anyway, but exactly that as well. That you know, also you're interested. It's interesting to read about a different experience anyway if it yeah. isn't your own culture. But I think ultimately this is, I think this will resonate with a lot of people, anyone who's, Struggled with dating. Who isn't the kind of person who just has gone from from partner to partner, or been in a happy relationship their entire lives? Anyone mm. who's you know had to had to work on themselves and and work their way through stuff like this will love it. Which is pretty much everyone, and certainly yeah. the kind of people who read books anyway. Yeah, the kind of nerd. <laughs> who, people who are good looking don't need to read books. <laughs> but
1: then they have shit personalities as well. Don't they, they did.
0: They, I've they never too. met they an attractive
1: did. person who was interested.
0: <laughs> it's true, but they you know sonny is and that's the sort of sadness of it and and uh is that Sonny doesn't really realize that the things she's concerning herself with are not important, and that she's mm-hmm. funny and you know and i've never i' seen I've always loved funny people and I've always loved funny women and I've never understood the kind of men who uh, a challenge by having, a, you know, why would you want to be with somebody yeah. who wasn't entertaining or exactly. interesting or clever, which is what being funny is. So it's, you know, I think that's it's not for everyone, but but it's, it's she's clearly got so much going for her, uh, mm. and and she's sort of looking at the the wrong things, really.
1: Yeah, suppose, well, it's also it? about the kind of how we measure success, isn't it? You know, I think yeah. a lot of it is, you know, success is measured. You know, in Sonny's world and well, in our world, really, by, you know, getting married at a certain age and having babies and owning a property and, you know, having a career where you make good money and all the rest of it. And obviously Sonny's got none of this. I remember at one point my editor's notes being something like, relentless for Sonny, isn't it? There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of shit happening to her. I was at her and, like chase her up a tree and, you know, <laughs> and, because I think life can be relentless you know and and it's it doesn't have to be one big traumatic event you know it's you know she's which is why i think sunny feels a lot of guilt like a lot of um children of immigrant parents i certainly like still feel guilt where where i'm like well how can i complain because my parents came here in the 60s and did loads of shitty jobs and worked 12 hours a day for six days a week and you know and and 60s in england you know they were they were living in Leeds for God's sake after leaving sunny Punjab and now they're like, you know working down on you know down on mine No, not in mine but you know at the mills and factories and yeah all this sort of stuff and you know and here I am complaining about having to go to you know somewhere in Hertfordshire to do twenty minutes. It's like I work. <laughs> So I think Sunny feels a little bit of guilt, and I think a lot of people do. Uh, I certainly did when I was really depressed. I felt a lot of guilt about going, well, I shouldn't shouldn't be feeling depressed. I've got, you know, I shouldn't really because I've got nothing to – I think a lot of people are good at minimising what they feel and kind of invalidating their own feelings.
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, and I think, you know, you're encouraged just to get on with your life and not Mm. complain about stuff. But I I just think those years are so difficult, and I think – I think you but you and maybe but people forget, or maybe you only realise in hindsight or you know, or you or you get older and think, oh, but wasn't it great being twenty-five? <laughs> but I think if I really think about it, I don't there was lots of great things, but yeah. there was lots of really terrible things about oh, being twenty five. Oh god, just,
1: yeah. Yeah. I like the only thing I think I liked about being twenty five was my metabolism. And like Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was just a big angsty mess. Like didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground. I, yeah. I did. Yeah, it was
0: terrible. But going out, you know, going out and making the kind of mistakes that Sonny's making is is part of it, and it's yeah. all you know.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri Term medical plans, underwritten
2: by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?
0: It's, it's I think it's very interesting, and it's you know, there's a there's a little bit of sexiness in there. There's what there's a, and this isn't your fault, but this I, I was I was interesting because there's a bit where you talk about kneading breasts. He was kneading her breasts, <laughs> and I just think that's such a weird way of describing fondling someone. And fondling's wrong as well. There isn't a good word, is there? Kneading isn't the right word for have you ever had it's not if you're needing them then that's did I say need,
1: did I say there's needed? a bit with
0: need, I, I think there's a bit with needing breasts but I think that I'm, I think it was your I hope it was your book uh but um I think it's, that you know, sounds it's like a, but what's what's the right word for because it's because like it's not and an, it's not a romantic idea is it to need needing is too much right I mean I know some people like Roughness, but kneading is too much.
1: This this sounds like something like, you know, uh, what's... Don't they do, like, some sort of award for, like, the worst sex scene? <laughs> isn't
0: that a thing, I isn't the, it? I think the sex scenes are pretty good. It would literally just... It, I think maybe I'd heard it in your book and someone else's book. I hope it was your book. If it wasn't your book, then I'm yeah. quite, I
1: apologise. Oh, uh, I, just, I'm, I'm just, I've, just, I've got uh, a copy right here. I'm going to look through it and be like, I can't believe I wrote <laughs> needing. Um, but
0: what would you use instead? Because it's... it's I don't know. Because it is, it's, a, it's not a good word for it. It's no. the fault of literature, not of you.
1: Hey, thank you. And I think it's... Uh, I think fondling is not right either because no. fondling suggests just like a gentle cupping.
0: Um, and there's something a bit, per- fondling feel, feels a bit like um, there's something surreptitious going on as yeah. well. It doesn't feel like a loving act.
1: Yeah. But, you know, well, kneading
0: doesn't feel like a loving act. No, so, like, it knead, doesn't.
1: <laughs> it's quite violent. Like when I think about how I knead dough, like, yeah. It,
0: yeah. So then what what I'm...
1: is it? It's grasping? I don't know. <laughs>
0: It just, it's like, well, be these are good, But I, act, I think the sex scenes are pretty. You know, they're, they're, they because they're, they're real and they're. And again, you'll learn. So there's some, there's some stuff in there that's uh, fairly graphic and surprising. Oh, I think no. I was, I was listening to this when I was doing my park run, and, and uh, I nearly stopped running at one point when uh, <laughs> there's a bit about. Is there a bit about feeling the the heartbeat in your vagina? Oh, is that, is that, that's that's a, that's an amazing bit.
1: It's amazing and you know what I wrote it, and um i I just kind of wrote it'cause yeah, you know, I was like, yeah, this is gonna happen and and then I sent it to my editor, and I was mortified, and at this point, <laughs> my editor and I had just kind of like started we're really good friends now, and um I couldn't look her in the eye the next time I met her, <laughs> and then I kind of forgot about it, and then i I did the audio book and um the guy that was doing, recorded the audiobook was such a lovely young lad, but young, <laughs> like a lovely young yeah. lad. And um normally after every chapter, he'd be like, that was great. So like, you yeah, know, well done, Re- yeah, really enjoying Sunny. Yeah, well done, like, lovely pace. And then <laughs> the chapter, this chapter with the the kneading and the vagina heartbeat. Um, I remember just I couldn't look at him, and he just went, okay, great. let's just go on to the next chapter. Yeah. Oh, because it felt like I was talking dirty to him, <laughs> Richard. Obviously, I wasn't. <laughs> it's written in first person as well.
0: I think it's great. You know, you learn, you're learn you learning things, and I was learning things there. And it was, again, that's why I think everyone should read it and everyone should uh, listen very to it. Very educational. I listened to the audiobook, so I listened to it on, uh, on uh, the audiobook, which you read yourself very, very well, I have to say. Um, you. And you you are an actor as well, of course. Yes. So, but you get you you you're very good with the accents. Thank
2: you. Are you
0: allowed to do the? You're allowed, You're allowed to do the accent, right? You're allowed to do the mum's. Yeah. That's like, that's okay. I, if I did it, it would be bad, yeah, right?
1: Very you, bad. Yeah, but you're I allowed
0: can, to do.
1: It. I can do. But it. you're
0: still allowed to do Yorkshire. You're allowed to do a Yorkshire accent and a Manchester accent, and that's so, that's that's not offensive to. <laughs> no. It's a, I don't understand this politically <laughs> correct. No, it's, it's, I'm joking. You do. The the the, the, the regional accents are fantastic, you, you Oh, of, thank you so much. The, you get the characters.
1: God, I don't characters know if, you, oh, are, oh, bloody how any authors that's on their own audio, but, like, I loved it because, also, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I like to be kind of across everything. But at the same time, I was reading it and I was like, do you really need to use the word inevitable again? Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I've said I've said this on a few of these and and I've said it to my having done a few, few audio books this time with my one that's coming out. I've said um, I want to do it first. Yes. Like as soon as it's ready. So that if there's anything like that, that we could just change, change a few of the words or if there's anything that jumps at you. Because however much you read something when you're writing, you don't properly. I've just I was sent the copy edit notes. Um, there was a couple of bits I don't, you know, that I don't even remember having written them. Kind <laughs> didn't realise were in the book. And You're going to go, oh, that is quite bad. That bits on bad <laughs> But yes, it's good to. Did you enjoy? It's, it's quite a. It's quite an arduous process actually doing yeah. the audio.
1: It's quite mammoth. You... Um, yeah. I I didn't know the beginning. I think because it was my first audiobook as well, so I'd never recorded yeah. an audiobook before. So I was kind of learning how to do it as I was doing it. Uh, I think my worry was because I did it over something like four days or something is that I wouldn't remember the voice that I'd done for a certain character on day one (laughs) one. um and I'm actually recording another audiobook at the moment for a wonderful author and it's a lot less stress and I you know I can really enjoy it whereas this I was like could have could have cut that out or I could have done this or you know there was a word in there that I've never used in my life which I think the the Proofreader must have like changed it. I was like, I don't even think that's a bloody word. Um, (laughs) But I think what you realize during audiobooks is how many words I just don't know how to pronounce.
0: Yeah, I was going to say exactly that. And now when I'm writing, I slightly think, do I
1: have to say that? (laughs) And also, did you have this where um, I'm never using long sentences again? Right. I use some really long sentences and then halfway through it, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it does, you know, it does make you realise all those things. I think if my editor was saying I'd write too many short sentences. Um, so I went through and tried to make some of my short sentences. Like I do a couple, quite a lot. Because as a comedian, I think, you you know, you want to pace things. So you sometimes, yeah. you know, full stop, two words, full stop, two words, so that people will get the, the rhythm of the joke right. But I mean, mm. no, that's the what I love about, um, you know, authors write, reading their own books, especially funny books, is that, you the the jokes properly come across, which
2: yeah,
0: you know you can get with with a good actor, but obviously if you've written it, you mm. you you really know what what how it's <laughs> meant to be done, um, yeah. And so was it was it a was it d- difficult to get this published? Did the publisher come to you because obviously you'd had some successful stand up shows, or was this did the, how long has this idea been percolating and uh, and how easy was it to get published?
1: Um. I feel like a bit of a fraud saying this, but they approached me and it was two months into the first lockdown. I was recovering from COVID because, you know, I was one of the first people to get it, Richard, uh, if, if you know that. And I, thought you
0: start, I heard you started it. That's what I heard. It was
1: you, you and a bat. That's what I heard. <laughs> it's just me, patient zero over here. Um, so I had it and then I was just kind of, and you know what it was like, you know, everybody lost their work and, you know, you know, car park gigs weren't a thing yet. And, um, I was kind of terrified and thinking, "God, what am I going to do?" And I got an email from my agent saying, "Um, yeah, I've just had this lovely email from a um a lovely lady called um Sarah Adams, um and she's a, an editor at Hodder, and uh, she wants to." That well, no, to know if you want to write a book, and I said, Is this a bloody scam? Like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, so are you gonna ask for my account number and sort code next? Like, this is ridiculous. Who do-? And I had absolutely no idea, I still don't really know how publishing works, but i had no idea that people were approached to write books. So I thought, um, you, you write a novel, um uh, preferably by the seaside and um, on a typewriter, and then, um, you fall in love with a Portuguese house. You know, this is love actually. Um, (laughs) it falls into a lake and you have to yeah um so uh no i i thought you'd write a book and then the manuscript lives in your desk for 10 years and then somebody will discover it but but you know she came to me with a kind of rough idea of what she wanted and she it was she'd seen my stand-up and um and she said look you know i think you're a really good storyteller and i love how you talk about dating and you know living at home and kind of straddling two cultures and um i think there's a story in this and uh, and I was like, yeah, okay. If if you if you think so, uh, I'll give it a crack. Uh, I wrote like two thousand words, and uh, that two thousand words, that first kind of sample, is actually the first chapter of the book. So it stayed in it, right. which was really lovely. Um, but the whole kind of process of it, um, yeah, I can't say I enjoyed it particularly. Which is, <laughs> I wish I could be like, oh, it was lovely. Um, but no, I found it quite <laughs> difficult because I think partly because uh is isolating as you know you know um and uh partly because I can't concentrate for longer than like 15 minutes at a time um and partly because I thought I had to be Ernest Hemingway and like you know wear jumpers and you know go and go somewhere really remote to write it uh, I actually did go to Margate at one point okay. to kind of finish it off and that was really lovely um I didn't I didn't write any more than I was writing in my childhood bedroom in Gravesend but like <laughs> It was, it was a nice of you. Um, but no, I I actually think it was such a, a, an odd thing learning how to write a book whilst writing a book. Um, and I guess that's the only way, I mean, it's the way I learn anyway, but I guess that is the only way to do it, to find out if you can do it. Um, but I'm not going to lie if I didn't wake up at like 4am drenched in sweat, like, you know, at least twice a week going, they're going to take the book away from me. I've
2: spent the advance. (laughs) (laughs)
0: well it's very accomplished I'm surprised it's you know I'm surprised to hear it's your first I've never written and I've tried to I've started writing novels but I've never written an an entire novel and I think that must be out of everything that must be the hardest thing to do I think because even if it's even if it's based on your own experiences it's still not the same you know writing a memoir which is the last thing I've done I found fairly easy comparatively Mm. because it's you know you know, what's, you know what happened, and luckily yeah. I've got, like, good uh, blogs of, you know, what I was doing and stuff, so it, was, it makes it a bit easier. But to write a novel, I think, is is very difficult, and it's, yeah, it's a very accomplished uh,
1: oh, first you. novel. I so don't well know if you found that. this as a comedian, but I would write things, and then my editor would be like, we need a little bit more detail. You can't just say so-and-so walked into a room. And I was like, can't they just imagine it? Like, can't they just? she's <laughs> like no you have to give the reader something I don't think I uh I'm terrible for that I never write enough words I never even when I was doing my GCSEs like they'd be like yeah they'd be like you can't just double space everything and then just make it look like <laughs> you've written two sides of a four I'll be like oh for god's sake um so that that's my terrible thing is I, I never write enough
0: Well, it's a difficult balance because I think you know other books you get you get a book that's I didn't notice either way in this. I didn't like think, oh, this is this is a bit flowery, or this is a bit, you know, this is just a bit basic. So Mm. I I think you got it right, but you know, sometimes if people are putting in too much detail, you get distracted by the writing and you start thinking about the writing rather than getting getting embroiled in it. And I think too much detail, exactly, can be can be actually distracting and and take your take you away from your own vision of what's going on, I suppose. But yeah, you do need to. Could you, yeah, write but, to, no, d-
1: could you write to Mr. Smith, my Year Ten English teacher? <laughs>
0: <and tell> it- <laughs> but, you know, isn't it? You know, it's amazing that it's that someone who had never, you know, that this wasn't something you thought. Oh, I must do this, or I've been burning to write a novel, and it's been in my it's been in my desk for Aww. ten years. You know that you that yeah. I think I think you know, more well. I think writing is is a great thing to do anyway, right? For mm. Whether you're going to publish it or not, in Absolutely. terms of working your way through an issue. So for yeah. something like this, if it what well, if it is a memoir, or if it's next week's guest Georgia Pritchard is is, is ex- her book is exactly that. In fact, is just writing a book in order to um, get through therapy and, and help you know and, and help us out, out of a very dark situation. Mm. Um, but 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 often just by putting it down and. Um, Working through it in your head because I think yeah. the, what comedians have, which most people don't have, is we do. We have to spend a lot of time self analysing and and taking the taking the worst parts of our life and and trying to turn them into something, yeah, um, yeah. You know, funny and amusing. So it's it's you know that is actually I think a very therapeutic thing. As much mm. as comedians can be miserable and, and 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 find that difficult, I think actually it's helped me through so many difficult times to just be able to analyze it yeah. even if it's a few months later which i think this is a real really good example of of you know a, 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 a time in someone's life uh extrapolated and you look back at it and go oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> this i think is, this is we move on.
1: therapeutic is the word like definitely especially yeah. writing about how i you know parts of it were how i felt you know, 10 years ago or you know even less slightly less it was kind of lovely i think a little you know when you kind of only if you have this, sometimes you write things about something that's happened to you in the past and you feel sad for like past Richard, like, you know, you kind of feel sad for like the previous (laughs) version of yourself. So there was a little bit of that. um, And there was a little little bit of me going, God, you were a sad sack. And there was a a lot of it was me just feeling really grateful that I'd managed to kind of get my own mental health on an even keel and that I'd sought help and that, you know, I'd done the work essentially.
0: Yeah exactly but also to see it written you know I think if you're if you are also going through any of that uh, yeah. then to see someone else having gone through the same experiences yeah. and not because I think I, <clears throat> certainly when I was in my 20s I thought I was a freak for you know if I spent a weekend at home on my own which I did quite a lot because mm. I was too shy to once it got to the weekend I was too shy to bring in run up and, and mm. admit I was on my own that I just thought oh you know that I'm the only one everyone else is out having a great time yeah and of course Loads, but you know that's what I think. That's a great thing about the internet, and a, and a great thing about internet dating is that at least it gives you the chance to go. Okay, oh yeah, I'm not doing anything tonight either. Let's just go and have a drink. You know, it does it does hook yeah. you up with people in a similar situation and make you hopefully have a chance to. Do escape it though I I understand it not <laughs> and it's and that, not a perfect system it's also not as straightforward
1: yeah. just going I'm free are you free because yeah. like we said you know I've then got to pluck epilate shave wax everything from the yeah. eyebrows no I think it's uh, if someone said to me when I was dating I'm free tonight do you want to go for a drink I think they were a psychopath yeah I'd be like I I'd, I'd need at least like three to five business days <laughs> notice right. <laughs> to prepare myself and to figure things out so this is a really lovely way that you're describing online dating but i just had to, <laughs> to put you straight
0: <laughs> so no fair enough. Well, no but the book does the book really does make you realize that as well yeah that it is yeah. there is well i suppose if it's just a drink it's okay as you say you know there's bits where sunny's shaving up to the knees because she's not expecting any action that <laughs> night or whatever so you know there are yeah. <laughs> ways there ways, ways to get out quicker than <laughs> to my t- I think but you know I just think that I mean I, again maybe go back to Rachel Paris's book a little bit which we talked about a, a few weeks ago on this show mm-hmm. it's just the the disadvantages that women are at I think is in in all these things and just that just in terms of time I think it's yeah. it's crazy when and, you know it's uh, I, you know, I wonder how it is society's view, but I think but women are also going along with it. If all women just went, we're going to come out and we're going to be hairy, and you're going to have to deal with it. We're mammals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're meant
0: to be hairy. Then, uh, <laughs> then I think men. I don't see, I think see all these things both way. The things that you really worry about in in dating terms uh, that aren't that aren't that big a deal so Sonny mm. worrying or, or me or you were worrying about being overweight or unattractive or whatever those aren't mm. the things that really matter to most people you know on a on a very basic level maybe but actually yeah. once once most men when it comes down to it are Don't not going to be care. a and probably will quite like it yeah. <laughs> B, I'm do that and I think it's certainly true that women you know as a, as an overweight man women aren't as concerned about it as as men or or other men or whoever you're dating, obviously uh, aren't worried about it either. So it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing how much of this is in your head. And I think that's what this book Mm -hmm. really kind of captures. And, and, and and what I was saying before is I think it's just, if you're going through that, uh, you know, even, you know, because later older people dating as well, will be going through stuff like this. Um, Then, you know, it's, it's a great book to kind of, just to see someone else doing the same thing it doesn't even have to give answers or <laughs> or, yeah. or have a conclusion it's just no this isn't just you mm. uh, and that's what i think that's what i think great i think especially comedy because comedy really goes in on those um more embarrassing moments more than more than other other art forms but yeah. uh certainly writing as well so it's i it's a a, a strong recommend uh, and are okay. you are you uh, are you uh no i really really enjoy I, generally i, I did a dm'd you and said i was like nearly yeah. at the end and i was very excited to find out what's gonna happen so it's uh uh you know it's it's you know, it's it's, it's, a, it's a really enjoyable book. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, everyone will uh, will get something out of it. Are you going to write another one? Going, is there plans to move on to another book? Yes. yes.
1: Good. Yes. Um. <laughs> so I wasn't going to write a sequel to Sunny because I thought it could be a standalone book. But then quite a few people were like, oh, we really love this character. We want to hear more from her. So I might write a sequel, like, maybe a few years down the line. Yeah, um but my next book is very different uh my next book is actually an idea that i had rustling around in my brain but i've had it for years and i didn't really know i was like is it a play is it a one woman show is it a film is it a tv series and actually it's a book um <laughs> can't say what it is um but it is very different it's going to be set in punjab which is where my family are from and it's going to be set in the 50s so like post partition um, Punjab and it's going to be a bit darker still funny but like quite a lot darker than Sunny but like in all my work that I do whether it's plays or books or whatever I do it's always about women not doing what they're supposed to be doing so <laughs> that's what I can say. Great. Right.
0: Good well I'm very much looking forward to it um, do by Sunny by Sukh Objla uh, it's fantastic thank you very much Sook, for uh, coming on thank you also to Chris Evans not that one for all his work in mm-hmm. Helping us get this together. We'll be back next week with Georgia Pritchard.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Mm.